How does God speak the love language of quality time? For some of us, that's a natural overflow of our hearts. And for others of us, it's really hard to do. But what we're going to learn about in today's episode is that God longs to spend time with us. Stay tuned. Do you sometimes doubt if you're truly hearing God's voice or if it's really your own? Or have you been in a season where it feels like He's completely silent? Have you been praying for a way to learn how to hear His voice more clearly? Hey friends, I'm Rachel, host of the Hearing Jesus Podcast. If you are ready to grow in your faith and to confidently step into your identity in Christ, then join me as we dig deep into God's Word so you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Grohl. And today we're continuing our Love Languages of God series, and we're talking about the love language of quality time. Now, if you're just joining us and you don't know what I'm talking about, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to the last couple of episodes where we talked about the different love languages. And yesterday we talked about the words of affirmation. But quality time is a love language that many people both give and receive. And so if we're thinking about this in terms of our relationship with God, we want to unpack that a little bit. Because if I were to ask you the question, when do you feel the most loved by God? The way you answer that determines somewhat of an indication of what your spiritual love language is. Now, we know that God speaks all five of the primary love languages, but we also know that we are unique. And as God's creation, he's going to speak our love language, even if we don't speak the other ones. Words of affirmation is what we covered yesterday. And while you may think that that is my primary love language because my husband says I talk to breathe, that actually is not the case. In all actuality, quality time is my love language. However, I do think that the two are closely linked because if I think about what quality time means to me, and of course, everybody's going to feel a little bit differently about this, but for me, quality time often involves conversation. So whether that is taking a walk with one of my children, walking, we walk down our road all the time, that involves conversation, this one-on-one undivided attention that we have together. Or perhaps I'm sitting on the couch after dinner with my husband and we're having some one-on-one conversation. If he sits on the couch next to me and just watches TV with me, I don't necessarily feel loved. But if he has a conversation with me, makes eye contact with me, engages in the conversation, that does make me feel loved. And so what does that look like when it comes to our relationship with God? Well, for me, and perhaps you guessed this because I'm an author of Bible studies, one of the things that makes me feel really connected to God is studying the scriptures, not just studying them for myself, but also studying them for you so that I can share with you what God is telling me through the scriptures. And there's of course, different ways that we all express our love to God differently. But for people that have this primary love language, there is this aspect of spending quality time with God that is a really important part of your spiritual growth or your spiritual relationship with God. In the Old Testament, the scriptures talk a lot about how God spent quality time with even people like Adam and Eve. It talks about how they walked and they talked together in the Garden of Eden. And 
Of course, we know that after the fall, that was disrupted, but that ideal communication or spending time with God involved walking and talking, very similar to what I was just describing in my human relationships. We see in scriptures in the Old Testament, Abraham is called a friend of God. And we know through the scriptures that God spoke personally with Abraham. We see them spending time together. We see throughout the life of Abraham, this ongoing dialogue that God had with Abraham, so much so that sometimes Abraham was able to change God's mind or postpone something that God was going to do because of this ongoing relationship dialogue that they had. The Psalms, the Psalms often talk about God's love for his creation and how he wants to draw near to them and spend time with them. You know, it says the Lord is righteous in all his ways and faithful in all he does. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. Scripture describes a God who is near to us. The prophet Isaiah talks about how God spoke of his love for Israel and promised his presence. We see this promise of presence throughout the scriptures. God spoke through that prophet Isaiah and he said, Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. We see promises of God promising to be near to the brokenhearted. So in grief, the promise of the presence of God's spirit is there. The entire ministry of the Holy Spirit is it encapsulates this idea of God's presence with us, God spending time with us. And so at the very nature of who God is, he is present with us. The New Testament promises us that as well. It says, come near to God and he will come near to you. And so this idea that God as this eternal being desires to spend quality time with us his creation, it's actually an aspect that is pretty unique. It's unique to Christianity because in other faiths or other religions, the gods that have been created most of the time by imagination or tradition, by the human mind, essentially, those false gods, they are not involved in the day-to-day operations of somebody's individual life. Those gods, maybe we're talking about the ancient Greek gods or the ancient Roman gods, those were gods that were said to be feared. There was not this dynamic of this close personal relationship. The, that just simply did not exist. Having a personal relationship with the deity did not exist. But yet what we see in the scriptures is that Jesus had this desire, and essentially the Trinity, Father, Son, and Spirit, The desire there is to abide, to make a home within the heart of anyone that responds to God's love. And so Jesus promised to never leave his followers, but to be with them forever. Well, the way that that happens is through the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. And so if you think about this in terms of our relationship with God, God's presence, quality time, spending time together is a very important aspect of that. It may be helpful to give you a personal example. There was one time where I was faced with a really difficult situation. My grandmother, who had raised me, was on death's door. She had suffered a fall down the stairs and there was a brain bleed. And we did not know how long we were going to have before she officially passed away. And so I got the call late at night. 
and we live about an hour away from the hospital and my kids were asleep. And so I made the decision of leaving my kids home with my husband and I drove to the hospital at night by myself. Probably was a mistake to do that. However, I did not necessarily want my kids to see her in that condition. I knew she wouldn't want anybody to see her in that condition, but I wanted to be able to say goodbye. So as I'm driving up to the hospital, I, of course, am sobbing and and not weeping, but sobbing, audibly sobbing, even probably yelling, so overcome with grief over knowing what was happening, what was going to happen next. And I remember just in my panic stricken state of mind, almost like pretending that the passenger seat beside me had Jesus in it. And so much so, and you know, if you've gone through moments of grief, perhaps you've been through something similar, which it doesn't rationally seem to make sense. But at the time I was reaching my hand out over to the armrest and just crying and saying, God, I need you. I need you. I need you, Jesus. I need you. And as I'm pleading that prayer, I very clearly hear in my spirit, I'm not over there. I'm right here. And it was internal. It was the voice of the Holy Spirit inside of me. And I just wept. And I knew in that moment I wasn't alone. And I know that I'm never alone. But especially in moments like that, that is one of those moments where I can look back over the course of my life and I can say, I know that God loves me. It was one of those moments where if I were to be asked the question, when have you felt the most loved by God? It's been in moments like that where I experience him through his presence. And so for me, what that looks like might be a little bit different than what it looks like for you because we're all unique. We're all unique individuals. But for me, the presence and the current ministry of the Holy Spirit means so much to me. And whether that is him speaking to me while I'm reading his word, or maybe it is him communicating with me through prayer, that presence of the Holy Spirit is how I accept and give my love to God. We see this in the scriptures too, and I think of the dynamic of the relationship between the sisters, Martha and Mary. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I actually go into depth about this in the Bible study, She Hears, Learning to Listen to Jesus. You can find that at shehears.org. But that relationship is found in the book of John, and so you can read more about it. But Jesus is sitting and he's teaching. And as he is spending time with his disciples, Mary included, Martha kind of complains. And I and I wager to say that Martha's love language was acts of service. But Martha starts complaining to Jesus because Mary, her sister, who Martha felt should be helping her, was sitting at the feet of Jesus, completely not helping with the meal, completely ignoring the, the tasks of the day that needed to be done. And Martha interrupted Jesus and said to him, you know, will you make her help me? And Jesus did not respond in the way that Martha had hoped he would respond. But instead, we see that he prioritizes presence. He prioritizes relationship. And he calls that the good thing. It's not that what Martha was doing wasn't good. It was good. But in that moment, Jesus wanted presence. He wanted relationship. He wanted quality time. And we see that throughout the scriptures, this desire that Jesus has to spend time with his people. 
And I think over the course of my own life, the times that I have felt the closest to God, maybe it's when I am reading God's word and studying and praying in preparation for writing a book or a Bible study, or maybe I'm preparing for a podcast, but I'm intentional about spending time with God. Maybe that's worship. Maybe it is in prayer, but that does not feel like a burden. In fact, it's life-giving. It's incredibly life-giving because that dynamic, that posture of our heart that is saying to God, I'm here. I want to be in your presence. I want to experience you. It's in that moment that he can work. And it's not, again, this is not to say that he doesn't work in other love languages or in other ways for other people, but for people whose love language is quality time, 1000% you can experience God's peace and presence in a way that helps you feel close to God through that love language. God is always, always ready and waiting to meet with you, to spend time with you. It is a love language that he is always prepared to speak. He's just waiting for you to receive that word. And so I think my question for you today is, are you somebody that has felt loved by God or felt close to God as a result of spending time with him? And when was the last time you did that? If you are feeling empty, if you feel like you're not close to God, my encouragement would be to go behind closed doors, turn off the distractions of the phone or the TV or whatever else it is, the notifications, and just spend some time with him because he longs to meet you in that place. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you that you created each one of us unique and you have a unique way of speaking to each one of us. Lord, I pray for my friend now that might be understanding that quality time is their love language. God, we we know that the enemy will try to rob us of our time if he's able to. So Lord, I pray for a hedge of protection around the time that my friend is able to spend with you. Would you, God, by your spirit, even now, call them to you, God. Put a burden on their heart, a thirst to be around you, to be in your presence, to be with you that will not be quenched until they do that, Lord God. I pray that they would desire so much to be in your presence that they would even right now stop what they were doing so they can be with you. God, we thank you that you reveal yourself to us through your word, your character and nature, and how you long to be in relationship with us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Real quick before we go, I just want to let you know that I am available to you if you are finding some of this content or some of this information to be difficult or you need to understand it a little bit better. One of the things that I offer is both spiritual direction and life coaching. They're both similar, but they're also a little bit different. Life coaching works really well for somebody that is wanting to set some some goals or to work through something. Spiritual direction is for somebody that wants to grow in their spiritual life, to grow closer to God. I offer both of those and I often do them together. But if you head to shehears.org and go to the coaching page, you can find out more. Hey friends, if this podcast helped encourage, empower, or equip you in your walk with God, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. That's the number one way you can support my show. You can also join our free Facebook community or Instagram page where I share inspirational tips, bonus content, resources, and prayer throughout the week. Hey, I want you to know I'm praying for you. Know that you are so loved. Keep going. Keep going.